they fairies or are they leprechauns? I'm Jackie. This has actually got less movie than Warcraft the movie. I'm Sam. And you really wish you weren't on a bad movie podcast. I'm Justin, and this is Artemis Fowl on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the podcast, we got a movie from 2020 that was supposed to be in the theaters and would have been a SMAFA contender. Still might, because we don't know what the fuck is going to happen with the SMAFAs this year, because this may be the only movie that we get to see. Uh, but uh, starring Jame, Dame Judy, Jame Duty Gench. <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. There you go. Jame Duty Gench. I'm pretty sure it actually was... Duty Gench and not Judy Dench. Right, right, right. That's their <laughs> pseudonym. Uh, and uh, Colin Farrell and then a bunch of annoying people uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Sam, go. Yes, Kenneth Branagh, the Sir Kenneth Branagh from multiple Academy Award nominations for his long cycle of Shakespeare films. So many considers Hamlet. To be the best film version of Hamlet. Who is that? That's not the one with Mel Gibson, right? No. Okay. His is fucking long. Yeah. His is like four hours long, Makes but sense. it's uh, most real snooty people think that that's the best one. But and that he has the largest cycle of quality Shakespeare films, mm-hmm. or his cycle is the sort of biggest of that quality whereas most people consider the best shakespeare films to be the wells uh chimes at midnight and macbeth okay fascinating uh, <laughs> and exciting fascinating. <laughs> yes and we would also remember that kenneth branagh directed the first thor as sort of okay. his comeback movie kind of okay uh i liked the first thor i thought it was pretty good I liked it, too. I didn't think the second one was any good at all. He didn't direct that one, and I was like, I wonder what he's going to be off to do. And apparently, (laughs) it was just get his shit packed in by Disney. Right. So, two things are going to... Three things are going to happen here that are really bad for this movie after it had already been in development hell for about 20 years. Wow. So, the original novel, Artemis Fowl, is... Not really this either, like the author got a cameo and he said he's fine with the changes they made to it because he saw other scripts through the 19 year development that were worse. He said that the worst of them was this one that was basically just scary movie with elves farting. And he's like, they're not even elves in my book. They're fairies. So like, like, like meet the Spartans kind of like. Yeah, a bad, non 
Zucker spoof movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that would have been. They they were like, oh, Artemis Fowl, we made a spoof of Lord of the Rings that's just elves farting on each other. (laughs) I mean, it's not that much different here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, which would be a better movie? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I'd probably enjoy the elves farting on each other for at least 10 seconds where I didn't enjoy 10 seconds of this. No. Oh, I did. Uh, We'll get to that later, Jackie. Let him wrap up here. So Weinstein. Weinstein. Finally get. Yeah. Harvey not, Weinstein. Not, not Harvey. Yeah. Harvey was was when the, you know, f- traction started happening on this thing. But because of how bad a guy he is, they had to scrub him off the production. And that cost a year. So he was the producer. Did- he was the producer. Oh, my God. This was supposed to be released in 2018. I don't know that they... Some sources say that it was shot in 2017 and finished in 2018. Other sources say it was finished completely in 2018. It is really confusing as to figure out when Colin Farrell was added to the production and that he seems to be hiding his involvement in the production uh, at as much as he can he's not admitting that he's even in this movie that's not me <laughs> that's not me that's, that's james, not judy dench either james judy dench james judy and dench. he's probably was really if he saw it he was like oh god this is going to be so bad and then he's like well i didn't do near as bad as josh gad and judy dench so right. i guess i'm all right yeah or anybody else like hi i'm colin farrell and i am not the one that fucked this movie up <laughs> believe it or not <laughs> and it's me Colin Farrell. Could That's kind of what I do. Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> so they scrub him off. Then it goes. It finally gets finished late 2018. They want a 2019 release. Editing's a problem. Really, what happens is this is the first time that all of the Fox Futzers and the Disney Futzers get to be in the same room. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Harvey Weinstein gets pushed off the production. And so now the biggest group of idiots make a movie in editing. And this is what we get. Because it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And here's how heavily edited. I, I guess Kenneth Branagh still got the film by credit. And maybe that's just so that he can command his salary because mm-hmm. this is not his right he would not do this i'm sure he didn't do good and it was dumb because the kid that they cast sucks right but he wouldn't do this bad and this is the product of people who couldn't have jobs anywhere making a movie in post production probably rolling through several editors because the editors want to quit because they're like, I can't do that. They're asking me to make a hamburger out of a boot and <laughs> the raw meat. And right. they're like, that's how it works. Because I've, I know I'm, an, I'm a filming executive. They are the people that couldn't make a hamburger because they don't know what one looks like, even though they just had one six minutes ago. Exactly. Uh, there are people in the cast list, like high in the, in the cast list on IMDb. That I did not see appear in the film because they were edited completely out. Oh People that had large parts were edited out Harrison of this film. Ford. Like, <laughs> not Harrison Ford. I just, I don't know these people. Like, there was someone that played our, his mom. John she wasn't Hurt. in the movie. Is in this. Yeah. John Scarlett Hurt. Johansson. Yeah, he's, 
He could have been <laughs> shot in this, but how long they took to make it, there right. was, may have been some test footage when he was still alive. Errol got Flynn. On the editing floor. <laughs> we actually shot half of the movie around this test footage, and then we decided to abandon it as well. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of Josh Gad and Judy Dench, what in the hell? What in the hell? What in the hell? Like... I guess, and this is where I'm like, Kenneth Branagh didn't do a good job with this movie. He wouldn't have done this, but he didn't do a good job because he let them both do that. Right. Which, like, I mean, I see Jane Duty Jench doing this bad because she has been just about in every SMAP for, for about the last four years. Now, this Josh Gad guy, he's not exactly a townie, but, I mean... So it kind of falls on him like, dude, this is what you're going to do here. Just like a big, big Jack Black with like the uh, once upon a time. I'll tell well, you a story like you're fucking Jack Black Eastwood. What the hell was that? They're both doing bad Batman voices. Yeah, right, right, right. They're both bad. And the, the thing that is Josh Gad, half of his career is voice acting. Oh, wow. I How does a guy that is does so much voice acting make such a bad decision? Like, I'm going to do a voice that I can't keep together. Because hey, he wasn't keeping it together. His voice doesn't do yeah, it. Right. He pulls a Nick he Cage. Can't, he can't do the growly thing. And she couldn't either, but they both tried. And then he even makes a joke in the middle of the movie, like, why are we doing our Batman voices? We both suck at it. Right. Oh, well, let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh sits him down for the... For the casting session and is like just show some clips of jack palance breathing heavy and he's like i want this out of everyone in the cast everyone yeah do your jack palance <laughs> and then he goes into the trailer and just drinks because he knows <laughs> that this whole thing's coming off the rails and he's not going to be around for it right. you take one out of pecnopause book it's not even alcohol that he drinks it's just bleach yeah uh, the last thing I want to mention is because it was shot well before it was released and the principal lead actress that plays the fairy uh, would be either 14 or 15 when this movie was made, okay. which makes the budding love between her and Josh Gad's character highly questionable. Yeah weird okay and and even if it's like i don't i don't know anything about this book franchise but i'm assuming she falls in love with artemis fowl at some point as well uh the kid if she's 14 15 that kid's what like 10 he said he was 12 well I, the character sure but the actor is like 10 he's probably 26 yeah, he's probably 26 <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is a weinstein production so of course yeah Get some, uh, hey, uh, we got uh, Jeff Epstein making a fucking <laughs> direct RL cameo here, too. He, he was running the second unit, so you, fairy yeah. girl and, and 26-year-old boy, go hang out with Jeff Epstein. Ew! Well, it it's just like a whole thing that even in the movie when she says, like, you're 86 because the elves or fairies live for a thousand years or something, sure. right? So... Yeah, don't do that. No. Don't be like, oh, look at this 
child who is an adult because you know what you're going to do next and uh-huh. it's what they do in Japan and it's not okay. It's not okay. And even if like she even if they were both similar aged actors that grew up together and like you know like let's just say Hermione and uh fucking Harry Potter. Uh there's you know they're they're all pals and they grew up together and all that. Um because they were the same age. Take all that out that you know the characters are or the actors are aged differently. But then you still got this problem with the characters being best. Yes, they look about the same age, but in the context of the film, one is clearly an adult and the other is a child. It is not okay in any way, shape, or form. No, it's not. Also, you you speak of Harry Potter because that's what's happening here is that Disney's right. trying to make the everyone's making chasing the next Harry Potter, right? Sure, sure, sure. Right. You know what a key ingredient to like making the next Harry Potter is the story besides not making a completely shitty pile of crap. Like a, there's that, but if the kid that is, I mean, this one isn't even a movie. You're right. But from the get go, Harry Potter wasn't a dumb little dickhead. Yeah. Right. This kid sucks. I mean, Artemis Fowl, you cannot get behind. He's a shitty little dickhead. He's a shitty little dickhead. And my understanding is, is I read some of the reviews like of this and how, oh, you know, I mean, there's always that group of people, the fanboys that are like, oh, this doesn't hold a, you know, this is so far away from what the book series is. But apparently Artemis Fowl doesn't become a good guy. He's essentially the villain for the first three books or some shit until he has, you know, he goes on his character journey and he has all that sort of stuff going on. Uh, and then he, he changes his mind. It, well, he's, it doesn't yeah. matter that this kid in this isn't the villain. The problem is, is that he's a smug little asshole that needs to be punted off of the entire island of Ireland. Like, just grab him, punt him, get get that foot guy with the half a foot thing and just punt him back to fucking (laughs) punt him to France. (laughs) And this movie's essential failing is to not cover any of the ground that it's trying to cover. Uh huh. So he's supposed to be a super genius, but they don't establish that because they don't do anything, right? right? Like, the only time you see him do anything, like, with his super savvy, because he tells you, I'm a criminal mastermind, then none of that happens. Uh And then at the end of the movie, he reminds you, by the way, I'm Artemis Fowl, criminal mastermind. And you're like, you went to your house. Uh, Earlier before that, you were able to display pedestrian knowledge on furniture. Uh Uh-huh. When? Yeah, and then there's and then he just part... walked around like a smug little asshole. He's just a smug little dickhead, and nothing happens. Man, build France should build the biggest uprights that have ever been built, so that they can just punt that kid through them. <laughs> it's good. I yeah. know you don't punt a field goal, but you know it's fun to say punt a child. <laughs> sure, he does do some hot dogging on a dumb skateboard that's right. got like one wheel in the middle. That's always great when you do the, yeah, the Bodai shot, right? right? I'm cool. Like, everyone knows that that shot sucks, but they put it in the movie anyway. Right. Why? Why does that shot keep it up in movies? Like, if you do it, I guess you should put up a graphic that says hot dog exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Jackie. Uh, I want you to give me... Your uh, description of the visuals in all aspects of this movie and the things that you hated as far as costumes, character design, all that good stuff. Uh, The first one that comes to mind is I did not like that horsey man. 
The centaur, yeah. Yeah. Horsey man. <laughs> I we need we need to get uh the rock in here. We need to get Dwayne to be like, fuck centaurs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or what is it? Fucking centaurs? Fucking centaurs. <laughs> that guy sucks. Oh, he sucks. And his shit's so edited, you can't tell what's happening. Right. So he's just like a horsey man that gets saucy every once in a while. And you're like, here, there's that saucy horse man again. I don't know what he's doing. He was prancing. I'm a pony. Yeah. And that was awkward. Like, like, what? why are you doing that? Some of the devices that the fairies have to use is controlled by him stomping his clippity-clops. <laughs> like, that's how you turn it on. Do the prance. Oh, the machine's on now. <laughs> the keyboard's on the floor. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Oh, it's terrible. And he looks like shit. Like, they did a bad job on him. The matting doesn't line up or work. His body separates from itself in certain situations. And then, like, you know where you've got, like, something you want to dub out of Photoshop, but you're not very good, so you just take the blur tool and just kind of blur the that <laughs> one part? That his, where his body meets the pony is just this big blurred glob of hair that they couldn't fucking do because they've got the people from Cats working on this. Yeah. That Cats was a lot better than uh, this. Cats, cats <laughs> is a lot better than this. Uh. I Colin Farrell, I I have no problem with him in this movie at all. He looked very handsome. Oh, okay. And his clothes were fine. Okay. Now would thank God we're talking like about a his fine clothes. Fun fact about the suit. Okay. The tailors brought in the suit uh-huh. and they're expecting to have to alter it because they've made it on, you know, a mannequin that's his height that real human bodies aren't as uh statuesque is this thing and they put it on him and they're like holy shit that fits and he's like of course it fits i'm a statue man (laughs) (laughs) um i don't want to talk about artemis fowl he's just a copycat he's fucking wearing his dad's clothes uh whatever i just hate that kid so much I, i don't even care anyway so let's talk about the fairies leprechaun fairies are they leprechauns or are they fairies? Is this Nilbog? Yeah. Right. It it is because when they first introduced the police force police force and oh, oh, Dame Judy Dench, right? Yeah, right. Uh she calls them leprechauns. That's how she addresses them. Leprechauns! And then they all mm-hmm. turn around. But then later they're referring to themselves as fairies. I guess I guess leprechauns are part of the fairy folk. So or maybe- leprechauns are fairy cops. You may, is that yeah, what maybe, that is? Maybe the the fairies that are part of the police force and wear that green bullshit, maybe that's not their uniform. Maybe that's just all the leprechauns are cops, but not so, all the cops are leprechauns. I don't know. Did Jackie, did you feel like these weren't really SWAT uniforms or military garb, that it was actually just pro speed walking? Right. Dress, <laughs> yeah, like uh, those... Uh, jogging suits that old ladies have with the matching windbreakers so they uh-huh. can go fast. Or like or like the downhill ski jump guys that wear those w- really wild outfits and that like fast helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they did have some fast hats because, you know, they look like the ass end of a wasp. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and it's aerodynamics there. <laughs> and and I, I liked the idea of the little gems on their backs. I guess that's where the wings are at. But then our... They're leprechauns. Why the fuck do they have wings? And and if they're fairies and 
like if it's the town of fairies, you got a bunch of fairies to choose from. Why make the leprechauns who don't have wings be winged cops? Just say, hey, you know what, guys? I really appreciate you trying out for cop team this year, but you need to stick with the lucky charms because we've got wings. We've got fairies that have actual fucking wings over here that are better at flying than you because they actually have goddamn wings. I couldn't figure out whether those were robot wings or whether they just have a robot backpack that lets their wings out. I had that same thought. That's why I think that they're fairy leprechauns. I don't think that they're fairy leprechauns. I think that those were mechanical wings because the other fairies that have wings didn't have like bullshit. Like like the, the when you blow a bubble with soap, that weird coloring, whatever that's called, the spectrum, I guess. Uh, Shiny. Yeah, shiny and multicolored. They just look like plastic fucking pieces of garbage, whereas the other ones that actually have wings on their back had like solid bug wings. Or they were just too fucking cheap to give anybody else good wings. Right. They're like, yeah, you get the you get the plain Jane. I don't understand. Okay. Are you done with costume talk? Got anybody else you want to diss on? <laughs> it really annoyed me that the villainous Opal uh why is she wearing a face mask? Because what is happening the here? The sequel, Jackie. Because of the sequel. I thought that was stupid. Yeah. The lady that points a light at her face all the time. Right. Yeah. Doesn't that like hurt your eyes shining a light in your face? That didn't make any f- fucking sense. No, it didn't. It's her cell phone. <laughs> it's her cell phone. <laughs> And it's got 5G and it's given her cancer. <laughs> so she She's... had to put on a face shield to get away from it. <laughs> so dumb, Jackie. Also, 5G doesn't give you guys cancer. Uh, don't worry about that conspiracy. It's QAnon bullshit. But it's funny. It's yeah, funny, Jackie. It is funny. Just don't right? want to misrepresent it. Yeah, uh, get involved with the QAnon bulls. Yeah, and then somebody's <laughs> going to be like, my dad died of 5G. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, twice. Yeah. He got it twice. Right. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was the only other thing that I was like, what the fuck is this? Let's talk about the villain for a second. I know we're never going to get into this movie because there's just nothing here to fucking talk about. Um, Like, oh, let's do the synopsis. Uh, uh, the villain. What's her name? Opal. Opal. Okay. Because everybody knows that old ladies are villainous. Right? <laughs> She's... <laughs> And I'm Opal. And then when that didn't work out for her, she was like, I'm going to have to go all fucking domestic weird shit on your ass. It looks like we underestimated the Artemis Fowl team. Let's call in our heavy Gene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Opal's also like a cat that constantly gets stuck in the, la- in the, the lazy Susan pantry. Right. <laughs> Opal's stuck again. And am I the only one that thought her voice acting was just a shitty golem? It was, uh, yeah, but then they processed it to make it shittier. Right. Like, I'll get you, Artemis Fowlses. I hate fairies. They taste delicious. Fat, fat little fairies. I will eat them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. That was weird. Yeah, that, I, I didn't know what her name was, so I just in my notes the entire time it's Gollum, because it's just shitty Gollum. See, and I was thinking that she reminded me a lot of Voldemort. She's because they don't reveal him for a long ass time either, right? And I was like, oh, they're just building this up, and it's probably one of those 
angry little troll things from the prison. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean a goblin? Goblin. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be like, but well, it's not going to happen. We're never going to know because this this franchise is done before it even started. Uh, but like what they were intending was like the big reveal is it's not anything. It's just fucking like pull off the face mask and there's some sort of semi-famous actor. And hey, oh, look, hey, that's the big reveal. It's Van Damme. Yeah, it's fucking. He does the splits on the wall and he's like, ah. CVD. Oh, that's really, that's double disappointing because, hey, I wanted a scary monster with a good character design. And also, JCVD. No, you're better than this, man. Is he? Yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> I think he would have fit in here great. Oh, I would have made something. Even though, even though we were really singing the praises of Colin Farrell for not fucking up, just imagine if J.C. Vady would have been his dad. Right. And this thing would have been all the way bad. Yeah, I, I even even if J.C. Vady was in it, I would still need a goddamn fucking story. Uh, so let's, are we ready? Should we try to do this? Because sure. we, I mean, it's not going to make sense. It's to not going to be entertaining. Because... I don't, I don't think either. I oh, mean, we'll no, make some I'm jokes here and there guys, it. but our job right now is to try to figure out what the fuck is going on. So, yeah, well, I don't even it's remember t- the yeah. opening scene. Well, let me do my job and we'll figure this all out. Uh, basically, we get it uh, immediately. We're at Foul Manor in Ireland. This entire film takes place in Ireland, except for one scene in Italy and also Middle Earth. Uh, but uh, there's a media frenzy going on outside of Foul Manor because somebody has stolen the relics that are from another dimension. And the news team knows about this. And CNN's <laughs> there and Fox News is there and they're like, who is it that stole the relics from uh, Artemis Fowl Manor? And one person me- specifically mentions that these relics are from another dimension. So I guess everybody already knows that the fucking fairies are real. They say that there's been a mysterious rash of museum robberies. Uh-huh. And then they say something about the relics being stolen from the fowls. And then they say that the number one suspect is Artemis Fowl. Right. Yeah, I did not get that at all. I was like, so he's, is he guilty? Are we trying to arrest him? But then I think he's in the car. He's coming home in the car. So I'm like, so they're not arresting him right now. They're just like, you know, that museum in Kentucky, it had a robbery. I think we yeah. should just blame it on this dick. Uh-huh. Who we also got his got, stuff sold. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Rich assholes sometimes just need to be taught a lesson. Yeah, may, may, he... So he wanted to do it for an insurance claim, like a faulty insurance fraud thing. But in order to make it look real, he had to steal all the other relics from all the other museums. Because maybe the, but these ones we know are specifically from another dimension. Ah. And it's a weapon. And it's a like, the media knows too much. And so then we don't get any answers there. We cut to a guy named Diggum. <laughs> Is that really his name? Is Diggum? I didn't think they ever gave him one. Mitch Diggum yeah, no. or something like that. <laughs> no, it's uh, Mulch, like yeah. garden mulch. His name is Mulch, mulch Diggum. Diggum. And the only reason I remember is because I we, we used to have this dog named Bingham, and the first time I introduced him to a friend, my friend is, you know, kind of captain, not pay attention very well. 
And, it, and he was like, wait, what's this dog's name? Is it Diggum? And I was like, God damn it. Diggum is a really good name for a dog. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> now, my dog's name is this guy. <laughs> Diggum. <laughs> and that's what he does. He's a Diggum. <laughs> it's so stupid. And, you know, as we'll discuss this later, I'm sure. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that he should just not wear clothes. Right. Okay, we'll deal with that when we have to deal with it. Uh, but Diggum's like... He's taken in as the primary suspect for the theft at Foul Manor, even though the news is like, oh, it was totally Artemis Foul, but we found this guy walking around. So he's then taken to... He's an accomplice of Artemis Foul. They capture him outside of Artemis Foul's car, which they let go into his house because he's not a suspect in his own crime of himself. Uh, Yep. And then they take him to like... What's supposed to be Guantanamo Bay style interrogation place, but it just looks like the fucking place Dennis Hopper lives in Waterworld. Yeah, it's for it's Waterworld. It's fucking Waterworld. <laughs> They're like, can we borrow your lot today? What the fuck? And then he starts this thing where he's like, you're really going to wish that I'm not going to narrate the whole film, but I am going to narrate the whole <laughs> film. So. And I'm going to do it in a shitty voice that I can't do very well. And this is the only thread that will be able to carry you through the things that are going to happen in front of you that you're not going to be able to make any sense of. And the narrative is so bad that he, like, is talking to the the interrogator through half of it. He's narr- narr- narrating the story to the to the interrogator. But then at other points... He's talking directly to us. Like, we're in the interrogation room. Like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fairy Town. Wait, you're talking to an interrogator right now. And that interrogator is like, dude, this guy's batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, this will be good for a training video later. Yeah. Or just, you know, at the next staff meeting, we can just sit around and laugh. This guy's fucking bonkers. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Why yeah. am I in Waterworld? <laughs> All right, so he says he's going to tell the story of Artemis Fowl, who is uh, the, the son of, he's Artemis Fowl Jr., mm-hmm. uh, and he, he's basically everything we've discussed. He loves Ireland, but he hates school because he's a super genius, and even though he like he's cloned goats before. He, he like made to- a spaceship and cloned a goat, and yeah. they're like, you know what, though? You totally can't skip 10th grade. Right, you can't do a Doogie Hauser. You got to go to regular old elementary. And he's like, oh, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> oh, you know what? We were going to let you become a super scientist, but you suck at dodgeball too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even catch Maybe it. you shouldn't get hit in the face so much, nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> get in this closet. Maybe you'll or get into this locker because maybe they'll find some answers to science in there, you nerd. Hey, did you find the cure for cancer in this toilet that I stuck your head in? <laughs> God, you're mean. <laughs> hey, can you uh, find the Da Vinci code that's written on the back of your underwear that I just pulled over your face? <laughs> yep. I, I did. It actually, uh, this is a nice touch. You wrote, you suck up down on the on the back <laughs> of my underwear band. I can see that. I, I give this atomic wedgie a seven. Yeah, this is good. I mean, it's it's like a cherry on cheesecake. It's nice. Other than the horrendous pain. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so, so he's a little dickhead. We learned that. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. Just skip all the introduction to him. Uh, his mom's dead. Uh, his dad is the Colin Farrell, a, world, a treasure hunter that the world knows all about. He's an antiques dealer. Yeah, but he also like searches for treasure. You know, he has a weird obsession with fairies. And is a fairy aficionado. Yeah. Yeah. But he just like they're presenting us that he just likes the the folklore of fairies. Not that he actually goes and looks for fairies. He just likes that sort of Irish fairy folk mythos. And that's his specialization. Because the world doesn't fucking know about fairies in the context of this film. But they do. I don't know. Uh... Dad's going on a vacation. He's going to go find some more treasure someplace. And the kid's like, I mean, he's going to work, dude. He's not going on vacation. That's, well, he's going on a trip to go find treasure. I think that's a vacation. Oh, OK. <laughs> that makes he's, sense. He's going on a, his gentleman, regular gentlemanly adventures. Right. Right. Yeah. And like here again, the character is broken. Artemis Fowl because he's the super genius who can't connect with anybody and the therapist at the in the session is like, "Yeah, you're all you're super smart, but name somebody you respect. You're kind of a little asshole." And the kid's like, "I can't think of anybody that's alive that I know that I respect." And then we cut to the scene with his dad. And he's like, "Daddy, I love you. Just stay here. I want a normal life where we eat grilled cheese sandwiches and, and tomato soup." No, don't go, Dad. It's like, dude, kid, you clearly love your father. Also, what's with this, like, I want a normal family bullshit? This character is so fucking broken and contradictory that I'm already mad at this movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I want you guys to know I, I, it's not the fairies that are pissing me off right now. It's the goddamn bad writing. Uh, but anyways, I digress. We get introduced to his butler. Whose name I don't know. Any Dom it's, Butler. Yeah, I'm okay, fine. I'm just gonna call him Butler, even though the movie tells us he hates to be called Butler. Cause fuck him. <laughs> he knows how to stick fight. They like tell us that he's like this ultimate warrior dude. He's seven time Navy SEAL of the year. He saved the president when the president was abducted by aliens and he just jumped up really high and kicked their spaceship and he knows how to use every weapon on the world. And then they cut to him and I'm like, but he also really likes the donuts. <laughs> yeah. If if you are saying that he's an expert in weapons, I'm saying he's also an expert in pastries. Right. <laughs> he can kill with them. But he chooses not to because he loves them too much. <laughs> He's going to kill himself with it. His heart. Right. <laughs> His heart. <laughs> like, who's this guy? What the fuck, casting director? Uh, and then Junior sees, like the, like, the next day he wakes up, sees the butler... And we get introduced to the butler and then cut to Junior watching the news and his dad is immediately gone missing. Yep. The and next day. And he's a fucking criminal. That's yeah. when the press finally releases that not only is this asshole missing, but he's also responsible for all of these robberies. Or something. Of himself. Right? What did you do? Did your helicopter crash? No, he was on some fucking freighter and it fucking sunk. And like, what? Huh? Okay. Yeah, they never talk about like why, like 
why he how he went missing. Like they show a picture of a yacht. Like maybe he's on this yacht. But it sunk. <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> they show a picture of his yacht and they're like, sunken yacht. And you're like, that yacht in the picture is obviously not sunken, right? so this shot is like every other part of this movie. Oh my god. Help us. Help us. Uh and then the phone rings. Junior runs and answers it, and the butler's like, Don't answer that. Why? It's the phone. Is there something like, I don't it's know? a landline, and I didn't even know we had it. Right. And Gollum, the, the Opal, is calling a landline from her fucking glow phone. Like, <laughs> she's got his phone number and can dial it. And later in the film, he calls her back. <laughs> yes, he just calls her back. Like, she... I guess she, I had caller ID. Right. Yeah, he uh, he hit 411 right after the call ended and, uh, you know, got the deets. So I mean, call back later. Is there like ferry cell service? Like, do they have T-Mobile down there? What the hell? We don't even know if she was in Fairyland or if she's on Earth or what. Right. I guess that's she's true. just like in a dark closet, shining, taking green cone selfies. She's like, <laughs> she's like those people that don't put their phone to their ear. They just like yell at the front of it. No, I'm here. I'm <laughs> and outside. Then trip over shit. Yeah. And then her knock somebody's is- water over. No, I just got here. Where are you? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I can't hear you. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, he can't hear you because you know how to use a phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking walkie-talkie, dummy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she has said that she's kidnapped the dad, and there's Colin Farrell, and he's stuck in some goo. And uh, she wants the Oculus, which is in three days, so she can play VR. I, guess- I was going to make an uh, optometrist joke, so we'll just go with <laughs> yours. <laughs> And then she was like, is this better or is this better? <laughs> camera one or camera two? <laughs> Start from the top of the chart with one eye and read down from left to right. Yeah. E-F-P. Uh, that, that's when the butler's like, repeat to me every word exactly. And he's like, I don't know about you. I'm like, that is not what he just asked, kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something about an aculus. Oh, no. <laughs> like, if your life depended on it right now, you'd be dead, stupid. The Quest or the You're Rift cr- S? <laughs> which one? We need to know Anything, which Oculus. Like, yeah, but like the most grave importance that you repeat to me exactly what she just said, and he just doesn't do it. Right. Okay, And kid. then we get to see what the Batcave looks like if Martha Stewart was Batman. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they take him down to the fucking relic room that's in the basement, and he's like, check out this stuff that your dad has. And he starts opening up these containers, like these wall bookshelves that slide out like he's like kind of Tony Starkey. But inside are relics that pretty much just look like the perfume counter at Macy's. Like I, like all that shit that's behind the perfume lady, that's what this yeah. They've just got fucking fairy perfume here. Relics? Those aren't relics. They're bottles filled with liquid. I was thinking that he had a gen farm. Right? I wasn't sure what the hell was going on. Like, wow, your dad's real drunk. A couple of bottles of Paul Mitchell in there. Look, I've seen the Indiana Joneses. (laughs) I know what relics look like. They look like the Cross of Coronado or the the Holy Ark. This just looks like fucking, like, vodka bottles, guys. What the shit props? They did, like, art department. Good job. Yeah. 
fuck? Like, what did Kenneth Branagh do here? Like, how disappointed he's when he's like, that's seriously just bottles of water. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. It's like, there's kind of a lot of them for one shelf. <laughs> and they're what like, the fuck, guys? They're, they're like, well, how are we going to find your dad? Uh, there's all this stuff, but I've never read his journal. Let's try his journal. Well, where's his journal? I don't know. I've never seen it. How are we going to find it? Where are we going to start? Well, we're not going to start. We're going to finish because he told me something that's the end of this mystery every night for the rest for all my life. And he told it to me right before I left. And it's this Irish fucking poem, blah, blah, blah. And it comes from this book that nobody even knows who wrote it. It called the blessing of Ireland or some shit. So I'll go look for the blessing of Ireland. He opens up the book. It's not fucking blessing of Ireland. It's his goddamn dad's journal. So why didn't he just know the fucking his dad's journal is in this one copy of the book that I read all the fucking time that I already know about? Like, you're fucking smart. No, this movie's just bullshit. You dumb kid. Also, it breaks the whole secret drawers because one row of secret drawers turns into a whole shelf uh-huh. but it's labeled differently as if it's not a single shelf but other drawers open up individually so there's no way to keep track of anything that's in those absolutely secret not. drawers uh, and the only line in there is time to believe so the kid's like i guess that means it's time to believe in fairies so i'm in dad doesn't tell me where you are or what to do but i guess i believe in fairies now so let's go and uh, we go down to the the audience goes to now Fairyville, as I said, uh, bad diegetic there. And Diggum's down there and he's like, hey, I'm a dwarf, but I'm really big. Uh, so people don't like me. Like there's some discrimination and stuff on there. Cool. Fine. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to jail because he's a perennial digger <laughs> and he can't stop digging for treasure and stealing stuff. I'm getting discriminated against because I'm a fat white guy. <laughs> Wait, no. Let me hit on this 14-year-old. That's what happens in that scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Super creepy. And he pit pockets her. Yeah. He steals her slow jams. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because she's got fucking foreigner. Like, how would she have foreigner on tape? Doesn't make any goddamn sense. I know that they're like, oh, we'll kind of try to turn him into fucking Star-Lord. What the shit? Why do we? No. God damn it. Everything sucks here, guys. Um, all right. So Opal enlists a spy to spy to, to infiltrate the fucking police department and fuck shit up from the inside and report back to her. We got to know that. Some dude, we don't care what he, who he is or what Yeah. The guy who's been fired for being slimy six times. I've been reinstated. Oh, weird. I guess you're not going to, you know, screw everything up. You're not evil. Totally fine. And they back upstairs. Artemis is like, hey, uh, I know something about this mountain. And there's a fairy that comes there every now and then. So we're going to go there. And he's like, wait, how do you know about this fairy that goes there every now and then? And this whole time you've been like, fairies don't exist, dad. That's bullshit. Stop telling me the fairies exist. But now you're like, yeah. All right. It turns out that there was this one that we wouldn't saw quite a bit. Uh, So let's go see this one. So they go to this mountain. Uh, 60 days later. Yeah, right. He finally just cut to. Fuck, it took forever to get to this point. Oh, I know. And it's, and it's still not there yet. I mean, uh, there's a troll that's loose. That yeah, just, loose like, troll. Walked up. So now 
we get the men in black bullshit. Oh, we get the fucking men in black bullshit. J- Judy, Judy Dench is like, get up there, kid. Officer Short, do something about this rogue troll. How does the troll get up there? Maybe like start with like, we've got escaping trolls problem. We need to <laughs> seal up the troll town. Like, what the fuck? Does it just live up on Earth? Like, where the hell did this troll come from? It came from Troll Town, I guess. I guess. Under and the bridge? if there is Troll Town, I guess they're only worried about the trolls escaping so that people find out about Troll Town, because maybe they'll find out about them. Because right? if there's his own Troll Town, then they should be like, fuck that place. There's a bunch of trolls there. Right. Let them do whatever. Yeah. That but if a- the troll lives among them, then trolls just roam the fairy city eating fairies. Exactly. It doesn't line up at all. And this troll's whole motivation is just to go fuck up a fucking wedding. Like, and nobody even notices the troll at first. Like, it's like, thunk, 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 thunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, get in line like everybody else, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> There's not enough cake to go around. <laughs> And so fucking short, our elf lady, like their travel system doesn't make sense as well because she gets into like one of those like things that you put your check in and then give into the bank like it's a pneumatic pill that shoots her out of a fucking volcano. She gets shot out of a volcano that's got to be nowhere around where she needs to go. Right. Then gets there with her wings, I guess. Saves the day, sort of. At one point, the troll grabs a child, and she, through acrobatics that are not exciting or fun to watch, is able to save the kid. And then Commander Judy Dench in her Batman voice is like, don't use your magic on the human. And she does anyway, because she's like, oh, she's hurt. And she's like, moderately hurt. And right when she says that, the troll... Like Hulk slams a dude through a table and probably kills him. Oh, that guy's that guy's spleen ruptured. Oh and, yeah, uh, many many fractured ribs punching through his lungs. Yeah, no, he died. And she's like, "Ooh, you got a boo boo. Let me use <laughs> fucking fairy magic on it. Your dad is dead." But here's some ice cream. Yeah, gives her an ice cream after her father was smashed in front of her. So they have mind-wiping powers like the MIB do, but they also have time freeze. Time freeze, because this is going to come back. Well, actually, it's not. But right now, they freeze time so that she can easily get the troll out of there and then mind-wipe everyone inside of the bubble of safety that the time freeze has done. Which is just the wedding area. What about all the people that saw this troll fucking running through town that weren't invited to the goddamn wedding or this fairy that's flying around? What did, like, did Norad not be like, hey, what, we've got something on our radar. Get, get, we're at DEFCON 2. It's fucking Ruskies. I, I am pretty sure that I've read that competitive speed walking suits are uh, stealth radar. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so they, if you are wearing a competitive speed walking suit, you are not going to be picked up by radar. What happens if you look up? You'll see whatever's above you. Right, which is a fucking <laughs> flying ass goddamn fairy. Nobody looked up? She flies over all of Italy, Sam. <laughs> no, 
No, they're just like, man, the Green Goblin still sucks. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'll get you, Spider-Man. Wh- why Defoe? Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> okay, so uh, she is like, okay, that situation's resolved. I'm not going back to base. Sorry, shame, duty. Uh I'm headed to prove my dad's innocence. And they're like, what? No, get back here, dude. Where are you going? And she flies to the fucking mountain where Artemis and Butler are hanging out. I guess her dad, like this, like written in stone. Hey, I didn't do anything wrong. Huh? It's right here. Oh, I've got the proof of my dad's innocence. What? Okay, fine. No, I think that the only thing I could guess is that she feels like if she stares at that tree long enough. It'll just, the answers will come. Mm. Because there's nothing, she does like, I'm going to go prove my dad's innocence. But then she just flies over and stares at a tree. Yeah. Until she gets shot by a tranquilizer, falls from the sky to her death. It's weird that the fairy folk, uh, you know, for being Irish, really like the Canadian band Rush. She's going to stare at a tree. Yeah, I know. That's, you yeah. moved on. I didn't have time to tell that joke because you just kept doing. It would have been funny, Sam. I don't think it would have. Well, yeah, and nobody left the first time, dude. Well, because because <laughs> it, you know it wasn't it wasn't at the appropriate time. I had to I had to pick it up later. Uh, bring in the time freeze. <laughs> bring in the time freeze and bring Treebeard. He's funnier. <laughs> okay, so she is bagged and tagged by Butler, and uh, they take her back to the house and. Uh, uh, duty Jench is like send in the team the squad we gotta rescue her before you didn't really like this little fairy person so and also you sent just one fairy to stop an entire troll from smashing all of Italy but you're like now send all the cops we got a fairy loose yeah one of our own has been taken those jogging suits are expensive <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I guess Artemis sees them coming via science dialogue that doesn't make any like time can bend and warp in any way. So I see them coming because of Einstein and uh, Stephen Hawking said something about it at one point. There's really only a couple of important things that happen here. One of them, I mean, minimally important. Uh, one thing that's covered in dialogue and through the scene kind of is that fairies have mind control. Uh, and mm-hmm. telekinesis. They don't right. ever use the telekinesis or the mind control, but we're told that they have them. So people have to wear rad glasses to be immune from fairy mind control. Yeah. Uh, then they send in the SWAT team with the time freeze, which starting now isn't freezing time for anyone involved in the scene. Right. Because I I was confused by this and Jackie cleared it up for me. The first time they use a time freeze, time is frozen inside the bubble that the time freezer creates. This time, everywhere else is frozen except for in the time bubble. Okay, that makes more sense. It does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. But here's the part where they just add stuff in in post-production because Fox executives. Well, we have to have a guy in a fishing boat, you know, falling from this tidal wave. Right. Yeah. So before they use the time freeze bubble, the Artemis estate is about to be crushed by a tsunami. 
Yes. That's correct. There is no other. That's going to happen. And there's a man who has fallen out of his commercial. He's he's out there fishing. And if you're a Fox executive, that means that one person in a hat runs a commercial fishing boat. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right, right, and right. he's falling 600 feet from the sky. And also the goes out fishing during seen. tsunamis. Oh, yeah. That's the best time to catch uh, Atlantic salmon. It was during a fucking tsunami. Okay. All right. Uh, so they show up. Judy Dench is even there. She walks out of her little fucking transport pod and says, Top of the morning. <laughs> She can't do you it. You can't even get through it, can you? I don't think she could do it. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? God damn it. And she's supposed to be this, like, tough old broad, but I don't buy that for a minute. No. She is, like, and the worst. Tough old broad yeah. ever. Yes. Oh, my God. She's like the and grandma. she walks, like, half a mile an hour. Uh-huh. She's walking so slow. <laughs> they just had to start shooting around that. They're like, give her a hoverboard. And here's where we're at, guys. Artemis, let's let's back up the plot here a bit. Artemis Fowl is trying to find a fairy relic to trade for the life of his father who has been kidnapped by a rogue fairy. Okay? So in order to do that, he wants to team up with the fairy so that he can find this thing and get his dad back. The fairies show up, and what he, he's like, fuck these guys. <laughs> Let's fuck them up, butler. Uh. Yeah. yeah, they do. They're sort of like, yeah. And the butler is just like thumping on these fairies that let's just, okay. If those aren't real wings that come out of a mechanical hatch, if they're mechanical wings and they're human sized and they have pointy ears, that's just not a fairy. <laughs> It's That's probably an elf. Right? It's not a leprechaun either. So they're elves with an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. God either damn. way, he's he's thumping them left and right, and their, their, uh, their cycling garb is doing nothing for them. Nothing. Like, two, a kid and a fat guy are beating up an entire flying police force. <laughs> this is why they don't come out to enforce the you know, fairy business very often because they suck. Right. And the time freezer gets shot out. It gets short-circuited because Butler shot an arrow through it. He didn't destroy it, but it's like, now it's on the fritz and there's a clock before the time bubble collapses. And we don't know what's going to happen when the time bubble collapses. It sounds dangerous. Let's find out later when that clearly is going to happen. And so she goes and Judy Dench goes in. She's like, I'll negotiate with this guy. Uh, I want, I want, Officer Shortback, and he's like, hey, I want the uh, Oculus Rift. Uh, get me that. And uh, she's like, no, that's never going to happen. We don't negotiate with terrorists. And he's like, I don't negotiate with leprechauns unless they got a pot of gold and Lucky Charms. Do you have either of those things? Because I'm really hungry and I like cereal. She's like, nope, that's uh, uh, Kellogg's. Go there. And so she goes back to her little airplane thing and is like, send in diggums. Uh, we can't go in there. We can't storm the place without being invited because them's the rules. Like, is yeah, it like, like vampire rules or was it like yeah. some treaty that they made? No, these are Anne Rice vampire rules that they're under. But there's a problem with that, Sam, later that will uh, just hold. 
tag that. We'll circle back to that. I'm not sure. Um, so Diggums can go in there because he's not a, a leprechaun or a fairy. He's, he's a dwarf. Sure. He's I, a he's a dwarf. Yeah. A giant dwarf. He's a fat guy. He's like she's like tunnel in there. Get short. But so he's not forgetting the part short where he murders a man before he leaves prison. Right. Well, he murders a goblin. That's well, not really it's a man. all the same, right? It's a goblin. Right? Isn't that like another six hundred years or whatever it was? Yeah, uh, he, he got he got four hundred years for tunneling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what's murdering another being in prison? What's that like two thousand years? Uh, I call 20. it lunch. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Because <laughs> you know those are definitely just Lord of the Rings goblins. They're just Lord of the Rings goblins. <laughs> My favorite, though, is that they tried to make them, you know, scarier by giving them gold chains. Uh, oh, oh. Because everybody knows that you're a gangster. You got mm-hmm. a gold chain. Right. Yeah, they're a goblin. Oh, the fucker. They're, they're, they're the goblin gang. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're in a gang. Mm-hmm. And the warden did this on purpose to poor Josh because he was like. Dig him, you mean? Yeah, dig him. Yeah. Yeah, but the actor's name is Josh, right? right, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Because you were looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Who's Josh? Josh. It's a fucking Josh guy. Josh Diggum. That's me. Yeah. There should be. Why is this movie, there should could have been just some guy named Josh that shows up. And he's like, hi, I'm Josh. (laughs) And then leaves. Did you guys order a pizza? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, "How, how are you doing? And he's like. Yo, damn, it feels good to be a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if Artemis was this great planner, he definitely had a huge hole in this plan, which was not planning for a food break. Oh, a food break. Like, just to be a dick, he should have ordered a pizza when mm-hmm. he knew that they were coming. <laughs> and then in 45 minutes or less, right? all the fairies are going to get busted. Because apparently... You can just go in and out of these bubbles. Right. Well, it I, doesn't do shit to unless you. Time, if, unless you're on the wrong side of it and you're frozen in time, I guess. So he's going to get his pizza for free. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I think that you're onto something here. It's like a checkmate in the negotiation process when you got the negotiator in there because they're always like, well, we're going to get you some food. Uh-huh. You'd be like, oh, no, I already ordered Domino's. He's <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> Collapse the time bubble. Give him what he wants. <laughs> he already knows how to use the phone. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. All right. So the kid really wants. He's like, this is all part of my plan. Dwarves love treasure. I read it in a book. They'll come in and or he'll find the treasure. But that's not what Diggum's supposed to do. He like Judy Dench sends him in to bust officer short out there little realizing that the only thing that he can do is go get treasure like it doesn't make any sense from her part but the kid's like this lady's a dumb shit send in yeah, a dwarf he's... come on and so he Jackie, begs to be you, three inches you... shorter yeah three yeah. feet he wants to be a regular dwarf i think jackie needs to describe what happens when Diggum does his magic oh it's so gross so he just pulls his jaw down it's like a really crappy Photoshop where they pull one side and then the other one and then they stretch it forward. Uh-huh. So he has a big mouth. Yeah, so he has big mouth. And he gets in to start digging. 
and then he blows it out of his ass. He doesn't dig. He eats. He, he eats. Eats the dirt, Jackie. Yeah, and, and shoots it sh- out of his butt that quick. There's so you know two, what? He doesn't have much of a colon left. There's two unsuspecting fairies that just get sprayed by his ass dirt. I mean, and they don't actually get out of the way. They're just like, "Ah, oh, stop it! You're hitting us with all your ass dirt." <laughs> I, I mean, uh. I wonder if they get hit by a piece of corn, Sam, and they lose an eye. I mean, <laughs> I don't like. I don't even know what to do with this, guys. I can't. It's so dumb. I can't disassemble it. I know some man in a tie was like, "Oh, it's gonna be the kids are gonna love it." He's well, gonna... yeah, because he has the heart boxer shorts on too, which <sighs> is also you know that. Wah, wah. This is our like this borders munchy, Sam. Oh, this is worse than Munchie. It's worse Everything than about Munchie this the is worse pieces. than Munchie. Oh, it's gonna get worse for this character. Uh, no, I think that this is the like the dumbest thing I've ever seen on on screen. This is the stu- he's a dwarf who eats dirt and shoots it out of his at like that's part of his like he's a machine, a dirt eating machine, and his that likes ass, treasure. His ass is his exhaust pipe. And he's just shooting dirt. I mean, what the? F- you're in a board meeting, and you're like, okay, all right, guys. Well, we've here's what I've got for us today. <laughs> yeah, there's like he's got a PowerPoint and one of the right? easels with some charts, and he's like, one of them is a curve showing the disproportionate amount of dirt that comes out of his ass to right. what he's actually eating. And the Fox guys love it, but there's got to be some <laughs> Disney guys that are like. Come on, really? <laughs> nope, nope. He's, he's a shitty hagger. We're going with shitty ass <laughs> dirt butt haggard. The Disney guys that were like the ones that made like a wrinkle in time. Oh, right, and, right, no, right. I mean, these people are like until the Disney Corporation realizes they only need like half of them. Uh-huh. There's about 20 or 30 people that don't know how to do anything right. That are in hog heaven right now. Oh my god, it's so it's the it's the worst. All right, we got to move on. I hate this thing so much. Uh, so he he gets into the house, and the first thing he does is he goes in and he finds the hidden safe. Then inside the safe, uh, it's not the first thing he does. He's a code cracker too. <laughs> He's he has nose hairs that can pick magic locks. Yes, I was trying to wait for that one. Damn it! I mean, we had to rewind it because. I was like, did you see that that hair grew out of his nose? And Justin's like, no. And we rewound it. And it's like, yep, that is just one hairy ass nostril. It's a shame that they went in this order, because if I'd seen the nose hair safe cracker thing first, I would have been like, oh, my God, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen. But I'm already so jaded by the dirt butt that I'm like, (laughs) eh, (laughs) on the nose hair safe cracking. Actually, like, the the dirt butt was so bad that I was like, oh, the nose hair safe cracking is definitely the <laughs> coolest thing that happens in this movie, and it sucks. Well, my favorite scene is coming up next. Okay, well, inside, well, my favorite hasn't happened either, but uh, inside the safe, sure enough, Colin Farrell just had it in his house this whole time. It's the Oculus, and it's this, like, Fabergé egg that glows thing. Yay! Outside the spy that we forgot about, has finally taken over this operation. There's some like e- the executors 
have called down and they say you're not doing a good job, Jame Duty. So I'm taking over this operation. Dude, you were in prison yesterday. Like, I understand that you may uh may not uh I didn't recognize you from being in my jail, but even if you weren't, like your uniform says rookie cop, not chief guy who talks to the executors. And nobody questioned that this dick has been in prison and then all of a sudden he gets reinstated in his job and he le- he gets let out of prison. I know. He doesn't. Like, he just showed up and said, I work here again. And she's like, all right, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Where are and the drugs? The executors. Has anyone actually seen the executors? <laughs> you, you think they'd call you and fire you and not just be like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about calling them. I, I got everything under control. You're fired. <laughs> Oh, darn it. Uh, and his plan is to send up that uh, that troll that they captured earlier, and and they've juiced him full of, like, steroids and stuff, so now he's super angry and strong. His plan is to recycle a model so that they can spend right. less on special effects. Yep, 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 yep. So they use the troll as a battering ram. There's a door! Just fucking open the damn door. Open the like you can still not go inside and open the door and let the troll in, or just point the troll at the door. Instead, they strap him on a gurney and use his head as a battering ram to open a fucking wooden door. This is right when I realized that this time thing isn't the midpoint of a movie that's going to have a big set piece. Uh huh. That this is. The movie's big set piece. The the troll? The its whole sequence here inside. I was like, is this gonna be the middle of the movie? Because this isn't exciting enough to be the end of the movie. And no. it's the end of the it's not the end of the movie all the way. There is a far too long Denny Moi. I think but the next set piece is the big set piece. This is this is the middle of the movie, Sam. I think you're incorrect. Of of the tale, this isn't the big set piece. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you there. Okay, but well, this is all still one set piece from the start of the time gate through the end of the troll, through well, the end of the movie, right? Through the yeah. end of the movie, this is just one scene. Yeah, maybe, but either way, it's pretty brief here with the troll. There's not a lot that I can say. He just smashes the place up. Uh, they eventually get him taken down. I didn't even see what happened because I was writing notes, but B- Butler gets injured and he's dead. Um. So what happened was is that they all jumped onto the chandelier and swung themselves to the other side mm-hmm. while Artemis is trying to free right. the leprechaun yeah. fairy. Okay. And then uh, they they all get downstairs and the troll jumps and gets trapped in the chandelier. The chandelier finally breaks off just as Artemis is getting ready to shoot this defenseless troll. Uh-huh. And Butler pushes that- them out of the way and gets crushed by the troll. So what happens to the troll, Jackie? That's my problem. Fucking dies because he fell with a chandelier that shoved him into his butthole. I think he could handle it. Like he's probably fine. He's probably fine. Also, Artemis was gonna shoot a troll that weighs ten thousand pounds by standing underneath it. Uh huh. Because he's a criminal mastermind. Criminal mastermind. Uh, also, the fairy super cop got stuck in a lamp <laughs> <laughs> through yeah. the whole action sequence. 
Guys! 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 Dang it. They, oh, that is such a great way to describe that. They're not here anymore. Well, I guess I'll just hang out. Hey-oh! <laughs> oh, there you are! Hey, I'm in a land! Ah, damn it. Oh, my God. All right. And also, Diggums has eaten the Oculus for safekeeping. Uh, eventually, they defeat him. Butler dies. Uh, he's injured uh, or injured and dies from it, from being smashed by a troll, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, outside the ferries, the time portal is is collapsing. So they got to get out and they're getting spaghettified. It seems like yeah. they're getting killed by getting sucked into the unstable time. We'll just turn it off. Right. But no, no, we'll leave it on. And then the centaurs like, bring up another I'm one. sassy. Also, this thing is going to blow. Clippity cloppity clip. I'm a pony. Yeah, he was prancing again in uh-huh. this scene. But he definitely says that it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Yeah. We're going to have problems, guys. We got to get out of there. The time vortex is collapsing. It's 5G all over again. 5G's coming. <laughs> We're going to have really good cell phone service inside of a small range, but uh, it's going to people are going to think it's cancerous, even though they thought that just car stereos were cancerous in the 50s because people are fucking stupid. Lead paint wasn't, though. Uh, no, no, that was good for you. Well, see, Sam, the thing is, of- it, the problem there is lead paint tastes good. So, you know. Rice Krispies have just never been the same. Yeah, forgive them for their sins. <laughs> they know not what they do. Lead paint is delicious. Um, so the fairies are outside are like, one guy is like, no, fuck you, spy guy. I'm unblocking her magic because I care so much about what's going on in there. I don't even know what's going on in there. I'm outside. We got no clue what's happening inside of that house right now. But I'm unblocking her magic. So she gets unblocked. She goes back and saves fucking Butler by doing uh, 30 compressions while David Hasselhoff breathes in his mouth three times. Uh, we got a pulse. Yay. That's a little Baywatch for, uh, for fans that don't know what the hell he's talking uh, about. Yeah, I think everybody knows what uh, CPR is, Jackie. Um, so, yeah, so, so he's back. Uh, then the time portal collapses. And doesn't blow up. And see, I think this is the big set piece, Sam. I think that there's such a break between this troll smashing things up in the narrative and the visuals that this is supposed to be like everybody in the theater going, whoa, look at all this shit that's happening. Because she's but like, isn't blowing up. Nothing it's, is happening. Nothing is happening. You're just following the short super cop bug flying through the air and going into like little bubbles and then getting shot out at the end of the little bubble. And she's like, whoa. And all the fairies are like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Run, run. And then it collapses. And like a couple days go by. (laughs) That's it. It's about an hour and a half. And then the thing hits the ground and you're like, my God, we barely made it out alive. It doesn't matter because she stops where like i guess diggums went into the ground and she looks back at the time portal that's now collapsed and then the next scene she's in the house and she's fine so nothing fucking happened 
nothing happens. At which point they're like, oh, that magic thing. I can use that as a teleportation device for us and the viewers to get to the credits. Right. Without doing anything. And that's what happens. Is that's she what uses happens. the magic to save everything inside of about seven minutes. Uh-huh. And then credits. She teleports dad back and Gollum's like, no! Last we see of that thing. And, well, I guess not. Uh, and that's the movie. The movie's over. She No, they have to go dad. rescue Nosebeard guy. Dig him from... No, 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 that's not, that's not the plot, Jackie, that's a bunch of bullshit that's tacked onto the fucking front end and the back end for, like, seriously no purpose. The plot of the movie is a kid gets his dad kidnapped and has to get him back. The movie has ended as soon as dad is back and they have the Oculus in their hands, thus defeating the villain. That's it. That's the whole fucking goddamn, goddamn it. It sucks so bad. But... Here we go. It gets worse, guys. (laughs) (laughs) The super cop fairy takes the Oculus Rift back down to fairy town, and they're like, yep, all right, that's cleaned up. Now you get to be in charge of your own task force that sorts villains that are connected to uh, Opal, because now we know about Opal. I don't know when that happened, but now we do because Colin Firth came back and was like, hey, I got this piece of paper that says a bunch of bad guys are on. And they're like, cool, leads. These are the Glengarry Glen Ross leads. Yeah, he actually opens them up and it's really well made art. And I'm like, that's not, that's actually from the StarCraft board game. Right. <laughs> Those aren't leads at all. The leads must be in your other pocket. You should put that back with the game, though. And so then we cut to the beginning of the movie where the press is outside the manor because now they know that he's a thief and he is back in his house after being missing and sucked through a portal. They're like, okay, that checks out. Uh, Hey, you're still a thief of stuff. I don't know what that stuff is, but whatever. And now the kid's like, all right. Beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, beep. Hi. Oh, yeah, it's me, Artemis Fowl Jr. Uh, are you, is this still good for you? Like, is this still Gollum Opal Lady? Okay, good. Okay, it's you. I thought maybe you disconnected the line after we defeated you. Um, So we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming to get you. Why? I don't know. Because, because I'm a you're criminal mastermind. non-threatening, and I guess my dad is kind of an idiot to have been captured by you. Right. Oh, my God. And then, so they get in a chopper. They fly out to where Diggum's been telling us this whole story the whole time. And Diggum's like, he pulls a fucking Kaiser Sose and he's like, little did you know, I was brought here on purpose because Artemis Fowl is a fucking genius in your face, buster. And they fly him out of there and the fucking credits roll and I'm going, what the shit? Yep. Why was the like? It's all part of our plan was to give you Diggum to throw you off our scent, but also, yeah, there's a whole world of fairy folk, and uh, we're not supposed to talk about it. But I wanted you to know, for fuck it, God, what? No, this doesn't make sense. Well, the kid's a dickhead, obviously, and he just wants to brag about his fucking sweet ass shit. But while Dame Judy Dench is down telling 
uh, Scooter about the fucking task force. She's like, and I want you to work with the Artemis Fowls to keep fairy folk, keep the treaty in place that protects us and the humans, vice versa. And fucking Diggums is up there flapping his goddamn gums. It doesn't make sense. No. And it's just so we can have fucking narrative. You remember, Sam, did you ever see Slumdog Millionaire? No. I hate a Slumdog Millionaire, and I still haven't forgiven Danny Boyle or the Academy for it. But basically, the plot of Slumdog Millionaire is this this person's adventure in India. But it, the narrative sucks so bad. He's on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and the Indian version of Regis is asking him, so what are you here? What are you going to do with your millions? And then he tells the story of what he was up to, and they keep cutting back to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and then the movie ends... And you're like, wait, why was he on? He was only on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire so he could fucking tell us a narrative? That's bad narrative! And the Academy gave him an award, and they did it again right here with Artemis Fowl. I didn't give any awards to this shit. Oh, wait, we might. (laughs) We might give all the awards to this shit. I don't know. I... I I'm still going to go with my favorite part of this movie was when the kid got punched in the face. Oh, I skipped that. Damn it. That's my favorite part of the movie. When she's getting out of fucking, he's like, I'll let you out, but can I trust you? And she's like, bop right in the fucking head. <laughs> nope. Dropped him like a hot rock. Oh, that was my, fa- I, I could just put that on like one of those looping gifts. Just bop, bop, yeah. bop, bop, bop. Oh man. Okay. So Sam, why the elves can't come inside? Because later, when she's out, the scooter uh, shooter short, uh, he's like, "You're gonna follow the rules, right?" And she's this. I think it's the scene where she get where he bops her or she bops him. She's like, "Well, do you trust me too?" So implying that if that she has a choice to follow the rules or not. So they're not like let the white no. right one in. It's they're straight up. They are bound. To not enter his home by their own politeness. Right. <laughs> the very survival of their race on the line. They can't go in there because it would be impolite. See, see, they're not they're not leprechauns then, because they can't be Irish, because they like the band Rush and they're super polite. These people are fucking Canadians. <laughs> I don't think the Canadians would like you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so polite they'd be like hey look uh i don't really like the way you're talking about us right now but and i'm and i'm sorry to bring it up to you i'm really sorry they're very polite <laughs> yeah i think that the canadians would be like sorry but that artemis Fowl movie you made was a total turd now we gotta take <laughs> over your country because you suck uh please canada come save us Anyways, uh, who wants <laughs> no, because they were like, yeah, we had Michigan for a while and we didn't like it. So we gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is there anybody like, can we even ask questions here? Because I have it's all one question mark. Okay. Has Judy Dench become a turd seeking missile? Man. You know what? It just might be a cash drive at this point. Well, I know, but there's got to be something else she can do. There's got it. There's low. There's roles out there for old ladies. Not a ton, but fucking Diane Keaton did it for a hundred years. 
I don't know. Maybe she just stopped giving a damn. She's like, dude, for every one of these that I get, I get a free Disneyland pass for the rest of my <laughs> life for me and four friends. A fast pass. Yeah. So she can get to the front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, I don't care that my career's in the toilet. I've got ice cream on my shirt and I'm on the Rocky Mountain Express. <laughs> Wee! What was the last movie she was in that wasn't total shit? I'm thinking... Um, I'm going to go with um, the James Bond movies. Yeah, right. The last the last James Bond movie she was in where she was... Q and died. Or M and died. That one was total shit. Uh, Really? I like that one. I do I too. think there oh. hasn't been... I think that... Wait. Was that uh, Skyfall. the one... Okay, Nightfall was fine. You're right. Skyfall. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Sky- Skyfall Skyrim. was all right. Yeah. Skyrim was pretty good. Uh yeah, no, that one yeah, that's the last thing I can think of cuz it's just been a st- like yeah, just a string of fucking turds and she's just a perennial smapha contender now, which sucks because I like Jame Duty Jedge. She's probably a really nice person, you know? I'd like to hang out with her and just be like, "What are you doing? God damn it. Helen Mirren, I understand she was never really that good of an actress, but you Yeah. And then she um, smacks you across the face with a bunch of money that she can't spend. And she's like, <laughs> I don't fucking care anymore. Look at this cash. I'm making it rain on you. And you're just some guy in a basement. I'm fucking royalty, dickhead. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay, fine. <sighs> All right. I don't have anything, guys. I just am so vexed by this whole fucking thing. I mean, like, what the fuck were they thinking? Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, no, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, I'm some bad casting calls. Oh, really. just terrible casting. And that kid was such a fucking dick. Such a fucking dick. But, like, you know, I've never read the book. Maybe he is a dick in the book. I don't know. But Actually, I thought Sam said he was he was just villainous. Well, no. So the way that the book has described itself, kind of its back cover, basically, is that it's die hard with fairies. Right. This is not what we just watched. No. Mm. This is dying with fairies. Dying slowly in a painful visual manner. Um... You know, I guess, I guess it's nice that this is Harvey Weinstein's last film, though. You know, like, yeah, his name should be on it. They should put his name on it. They should. He deserves that. Fucking burn, buddy. He should get the film by credit on this one. Get film by. Suck it. You suck. Whatever. The human race in the prison system can't do enough to you Mm -hmm. to make things right, except for this one thing. Legacy. Suck it. Um, okay, final recommendation. Starting with Jackie. No. No. <laughs> Just no. I wouldn't even watch this if I had diarrhea flu time. Yeah, no, it's not a flu do. No, it's it's a just straight up no. Yeah. Sammy. I think it's if you want to see the biggest train wreck that's happened in the last twenty fucking years in cinema, you pretty much have to watch it. Because it's a fucking disaster. It's a fucking disaster. It's a mess of shit. Uh, I can't give this a do. I can't. I just can't. This is a do It's awful. It's awful. Um, I was trying to think, like, afterwards, like, I knew you were going to say something along those lines, Sam. And I was thinking, wow, hey, they still make movies this bad. But there's always a movie every year that we see that we say, wow, they still make movies this bad. But a lot of them were like, holy crap, that was an amazing bad experience. Uh, you know, like Great Wall, uh, the one last year, Serenity. Um, uh, like, shockingly bad. This is just, 
what could we compare this to? World of Warcraft, Warcraft the movie. Yeah. Warcraft the movie. And that's about it. It's a hundred times worse. And I scorched Warcraft for being the pinnacle of setting the table without making a movie. This is ten times worse than that. It is. It really They're, they were setting the table so hard that the movie wasn't going to start until the fourth Artemis Fowl movie. Exactly. Like, fuck, man, this is, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Um, but I can't give it a do. Well, and it's boring as fuck. It's boring this should as fuck. be, I mean, with the idea that's supposed to be behind it, right? This should be an incredibly, like, fast-paced, you know, that... But you can't even get behind a single character. You can't get behind any of it. The no. action sequences suck. I mean, like, like again, going back to the Great Wall, that's a blast. And it's as stupid a plot as this. Uh, but, man, it's fucking fun. Because something actually happens. They don't say the alien monsters are going to climb this wall and eat us, and then the alien monsters end up just going to Taco Bell, which is what happens in this movie. The time bubble is collapsing. Run! And then nothing happened. Like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Uh, so do not. Um, that's your podcast, guys. Next week, we are off. Uh, we're going to go camping. So uh, there will be a rerun episode. I don't know which one, but uh, you'll have something to listen to if you want to listen to an episode. We've already done. Um, and then the week after that, we'll be back. It's Sam's pick. What you got? The Nest. The Nest. I don't know what The Nest is. It's on Netflix. Okay. We previewed it a couple weeks ago. It's a goopy. Okay. And <sighs> it was like halfway through, I was like, this is my next pick. Okay. So we will have a good one coming the up. The Nest. What year is The I, Nest from? So everybody can... Uh, it's 89, 90, something like that. Okay. Maybe right. 92. Maybe right. 92. I don't know. It's in that late 80s, early 90s uh, when... Right before horror went all PG-13. Oh, it's okay. one of the last goopies, and it's yep. one of the worst I've ever seen. All right. Well, we'll uh, you got two weeks to prepare and watch that, uh, fam. Uh, so go do that. The Nest on Netflix. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness and email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.